Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show. Just a single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill them with a great story. We've got one for you today. We want to remind you that we bring you a few of these bites each week in preparation for every Thursday. That's when we bring you a full hour of stories on that special weekly episode drop. Join us on Thursday for Antonio Sacre, a visit from the great L.A. storyteller to the Appleseed Studio. We'll spend the whole hour with Antonio. He'll tell us stories. Well, they're stories mostly about being a parent. In fact, some of the recordings made for that episode of The Appleseed went on to become Antonio's award-winning album, The World's Second Best Dad. Join us, won't you? In the meantime, I'm thrilled to be joined in the studio by one of our producers, Dr. Heather Bigley. Heather, thanks for joining me. Hello. Heather, tell us about this Anthony Bircher story. This is... How I fell out of love with my first car, oh. which you would think at first, oh, first car, this is a story of freedom. Sure. But yeah. it is the story of entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> Cars can be tricky. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully a memory of a car will come to you as you listen to this Anthony Bircher story. We're happy to bring it to you on today's Appleseed Bite. <laughs> This story is called The Day I Fell Out of Love with My First Car. (laughs) My first car, I loved it. It was a 1974 Ford Pinto. I drove it from 1976 to 1996. I love that car. I still say today, it was one of the best downhill cars ever made. (laughs) Little gravity behind you, you're on your way. It had heat every summer, air conditioning every winter. It was a fine car. Now, I drove that car when I attended William and Mary. And they, back then, they had this requirement. They don't have it anymore. It was called the swimming requirement. You had to take a swimming class. I thought that was a really good idea, mainly because I desperately needed a, a class I could get an A in. My GPA needed that help. And so I, every day I'd go to swimming class. Now, what I would do, though, I would drive into campus and go to my morning classes or sleep through them, and then I would go to, my, go to lunch. Then after lunch, I'd get my Pinto, drive back to my dorm, change out of all my clothes, just put on my swim trunks, grab my towel, go to swimming class, drive to swimming class. It was so easy. I preferred that over carrying a gym bag, having to find a lock in the locker. No, this was so much easier. So one day, I go, go back to the dorm, I change, got my swimsuit on, got my towel, get in the pinto, drive to the gym. I'm thinking, this is the best day ever. First time I ever got a front row spot in front of the gym. I pull in. I say, awesome. I go. I push the button on my seatbelt to let me go. It doesn't let me go. (laughs) I said, that's weird. That's never done that before. I pushed a couple more times. It doesn't let me go. I'm like, what in the world? And so I said, I'm not going to be beaten by a seatbelt. So I tried crawling out the top. These are bucket seats. There was no way I was getting out of these seats. I said, fine, I'll scooch out the bottom. Worst swimsuit wedgie I ever had, trying to come out the bottom of that thing. And finally, I said, I, I got to figure out what to do. And my friends were coming by the car going, Anthony, you coming to class? I'm like, oh, yeah, song on the radio. 
Remember when we used to sit in the car till the song was over? Those are like, song on the radio. And they're like, oh, they kept on going in. I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta break this thing open. In my, now, back then, I played in the band at William & Mary, and my drumsticks were within reach. I reached out, I grabbed a drumstick. I said, that's it for you, seatbelt, and I went to town. Bam, bam, bam. I'm going crazy on that seatbelt. Bam, bam, bam. I look up. There's this whole little crowd of people staring in my window. And so I'm like, song on the radio, dude. Song on the radio. They were so polite. They just backed away and said nothing. Didn't even point out the radio wasn't on. That was kind of them. I said, no, this is a problem I can solve. My brother Matt, he was working in the town of Williamsburg, other side of town, as a mechanic. I said, no problem. I'll just drive across town and have him drill through the seatbelt and get me out. I drive across town. This is back when they had this brand new thing on fast food restaurants, the drive-thru. We'd never had it. McDonald's over there had just put in a drive-thru. I thought I was being clever by pulling through the drive-thru. I got myself a large iced tea. When you're trapped in your car, this is the worst drink you could possibly buy. But I go to the Ford dealership, and there's this huge, long garage full of these big bay doors. They're called. Each mechanic has their own bay. They pull the cars in and out. And I pull up outside of my brother's bay. I see him in there working. And I, I'm like, I'm a little bit embarrassed, but I'm going, Matt, hey, Matt, come here. He looks out from under his car. He's like, you come here. It's like, no, Matt, you don't understand. I said, you need to come here. He says, get in here, you lazy thing. I said, no, Matt. I said, you got to come here. He's coming away. He comes out there. And the first words out of his mouth were like, where are your clothes? I'm like, I've got my swim trunks on. And I see, he said, he's like, what? I said, Matt, I'm trapped in my car. And I think he's going to be cool about this. He turns around to the whole shop. Guys, hey, guys, my brother's trapped in his car. Before I knew it, my car is swarmed by about 30 greasy mechanics. This is the funniest thing they've ever seen. One guy's like, oh, college boy can't work a seatbelt. Oh, they're having a good time. Some weird guy was pinching me. Purple nurple, purple nurple. I didn't like, didn't like that at all. Some other guy, I think he was trying to sound smart. He goes, well, this must be one of those maternity initiations. <laughs> Fraternity, I said, you mean fraternity? He's like, I'm not the one trapped in my car. <laughs> and see, at this point, I'm thinking, this, none of this is my fault. If there's blame here, it's the Ford Motor Company. They're to blame for me being trapped in my car. But then I did make my one small mistake. I said to myself, this can't get any worse. <laughs> These car dealerships, they have a PA system. They have a loudspeaker. Next thing I hear, Ray Bircher's brother's trapped in his car on the south side of the building. Secretary, salesman, the odd customer. I was the new conversation piece, listening to all their little jokes. Where did you close at? That was the moment. No, that was the day I fell out of love with my first car. Thank you all. Anthony Bircher there with a story called The Day I Fell Out of Love with My First Car. Happens to all of us. I've been listening to the story not only with you, but also with our producer, Dr. Heather Bigley. Heather, first car? Um, 
1979 Ford Pinto. Really? Actually, it was a Ford cruising wagon, Pinto cruising wagon. So it was long, and it had goldfish windows in the back, not regular. Oh, wow. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, can yeah. you picture I'm, this? I'm with you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was the coolest car in the school parking lot. Wow. I mean, it was 20 years old when I drove it, but it was the coolest car in the school parking lot. Man. So. Plymouth Volare, don't know the year. Oh, wow. I don't even, I can't even, I'm just thinking wood paneling for some reason. The day I (laughs) fell out of love with that car was the day that it burst into flames on the freeway. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Burst into flames is an exaggeration. Yeah. 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 Okay. There there was smoke. There was flame. Um, We had no air conditioning really, and I would roll the windows down, and I would take the little kids I babysit around with me to places. And I remember one time looking in the back and they were hunkered down with their hands over their ears, like, you know, (laughs) pressed together for like, you know, solace. And I thought, huh, maybe this isn't (laughs) as comfortable a ride as it is for me anyway. But you you are connected to your first car in a special way. Because of that freedom, because... I, I can just remember, you know, we lived in a rural area um, in Maryland on a peninsula in the bay. And, you know, the air would get really soft at night yeah. uh, because of the humidity. And you just drive through the county with your tunes on, yeah. you know. Because um, you can. Because you can. Yeah. Nobody's looking for you. And, and it's, you know, there are a lot of experiences that we don't share with other other generations right there there's a there there is a generation gap but yeah. get people talking about cars and suddenly that gap seems to shrink uh, a little bit i don't know yeah. if you've looked at the data but um zoomers got the least driver's licenses of any um of any generation could 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 that could that connective tissue be <laughs> be frayed in be some frayed? way <laughs> yeah yeah, well, dang, I don't know what to say now. I know. Well, I invite that. Well, I mean, it could be positive. Maybe public transportation is suddenly uh, That's right. booming in this country. The day I fell out of love <laughs> with the green line. Yeah, with the <laughs> green line, which is actually a ton of freedom yeah. I, when you think about sure. it. Yeah, and you could know. have that freedom at nine yeah, or 12 right. or something. That's but. Right. Yeah. Well, car stories. Fun to hear one from Anthony Bircher. And, of course, join us on Thursday for uh, an episode of The Appleseed filled completely with the stories of Antonio Sacre, the wonderful L.A. storyteller who joined us in The Appleseed studio. We recorded the stories that he told us, stories about being a parent. You're going to enjoy every last one of them. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.